Alright, we're gonna start it off just like last week. We got five, four, <laughs> three, nine. <laughs> uh, welcome to episode 36. 36. 36 of a Good Exchange podcast. I am your host, Malik. To the left of me, I have the unofficial, official co host of a Good Exchange podcast, Stephen Good. Steve, Dad, how you feeling, man? Feeling good. <laughs> No, no point in breaking the streak now. Yeah, we can't break the streak now. <clears throat> How about you? How are you feeling today, Millie? Good. I am. Uh, I am also feeling good. Good. Doing good. Good. Man. Doing good. How, how's your week been so far? I. Uh, you were telling me just a little bit before off mic that your AC is broke at work. Well, yeah, we're having some issues with AC, but you know, it's it's all good. You know, we're making the best of a bad situation. So. Yeah. Yeah. No complaints. Yeah. No complaints. Not that it would make any difference anyway, but yeah. you know. <laughs> That's 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 true, man. I I um well I think I told you the story a few weeks ago that um Oh, look at James. Oh, sorry, uh, doing this doing a pop. Yeah, we got the playoffs on again. I think I mentioned that a few weeks ago that uh during internship Savannah we had lunch and she was just like, You need to stop complaining. (laughs) Like you complain too much. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, you did mention that. Yeah, shout out to Savannah for that (laughs) for that lunch. She literally she literally Asked to get lunch just so she could tell me that. <laughs> like, ah, okay. Like she literally was like, like you couldn't have sent me a text. Yeah, nah. She, well, it's because during internship we had we would have one on ones with yeah. like our mentors all the time. So she was like, we need to have a one on one. And so I went there, and she was like, you need to start complaining. <laughs> well, hey, you know, I guess she got lunch out out of the deal, so wouldn't, yeah, couldn't have been all bad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shout out to uh, you know, Sav as you call. Yeah, him. shout out to Sav. You know, that's a. <clears throat> That's a real friend, you know, yeah. being able to pull you to the side and, yeah. and just tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. Tell you the things you need exactly. To shout, out, shout out to Sav. It's actually her, uh, her boyfriend's birthday was yesterday, Tyler. Shout out to Tyler, mm-hmm. too, man. He They listen to the pod every day. Oh, morning, okay. Man. Shout out to them boys. Uh, but, yeah, complaining um, doesn't really doesn't really do a whole lot for you. <laughs> you know, I, it's funny you should mention that just because of a <clears throat> little situation I dealt with at my job today. Uh-huh. You know, I had a... I got an email <clears throat> from one of the guys in our corporate office who was responding to an incident that happened earlier in the day. Mm-hmm. And the way that he worded his email, you know how sometimes you can read something and you can kind of just feel the tone right. in which it was, de- well, I'm thinking that it was delivered. Uh-huh. And so it came across to me in a negative way. And so I was determined to respond to this email just so that I could let him know my perspective on the situation yeah and it got to the point where i really couldn't even focus on my work because i was thinking about this thing mm. and finally a conversation as no not even a conversation but i think that well you and something that you and i discussed last week but something that uh that was said came to mind and uh the book of proverbs says that that a fool shows his annoyance at once, mm-hmm. but a wise man overlooks an offense. Yeah. And so I had to come to the conclusion, okay, <laughs> Steve, which one of these dudes are you going to be? Are you going to be the fool or are you going to be the wise man? Right, right. And so I said, okay, I got to walk with a talk. <laughs> you know? Right, yeah. So if I'm talking this, if I'm, I'm preaching this, then I, I got to walk this thing out. Uh-huh. And so I, I did respond to this gentleman, but my response was, Thanks, Rob. Have a great day. Right. And, and that was it. And I left mm-hmm. it at that, you know. And, you know, sometimes, you know, things happen and you yeah, just have to realize that, you know, this might be out of your control or, or you can control the situation. Yeah, that that's that's funny, the complaining thing and, and responding. That's something that I've been kind of dealing with at work uh, lately, too. Yeah. Some of the ladies at work, they've here lately, which they weren't always like this. They um, They've kind of been a little kind of complaining a lot like they've been complaining a lot more than normal and they kind of do it to me a lot and i'm just kind of like if you just like (laughs) can y'all just like shut up and work (laughs) like complaining is not going to get you anywhere right and then so um one day i kind of i was a little just kind of annoyed by it so i i won't say i snapped but i kind of i didn't practice the you know the fool let's i got i got annoyed and then responded out of my annoyance and i was just kind of like well you know i just I just didn't respond in the best way right. in the moment yeah. because I was just like, okay, y'all are just sitting here complaining, complaining. Like, if you if you just work and maybe stop running your mouth, like you, you can get the work done. Right. But, um, <clears throat> I think that's true. You know how you know just responding 
well to that because mm-hmm. normally like i'm a pretty laid back you know cool guy but right it's just sometimes when i get to that point where i am a little kind of like my annoyed meter is all the way up i'm kind of like all right <laughs> like well enough, you know, enough is enough but i just do feel like yeah complaining just it's not very productive like, well you know like i said last week you know you're human so you know you know there are times that you are allowed to, to feel the way that you feel you know but of course uh-huh. The challenge is, you know, again, you know, how we govern ourselves, you know. Yeah. And so we don't always hit it out of the park every time. We don't always hit a home run, you mm-hmm. know. But that's that's the good thing about grace. Yeah. <laughs> you know, grace that's the good thing about grace. Grace you know? and, and the opportunity yeah. to, you know, live another day. You right. Know I mean? You know, so. so. And so I would just say what, you know, grace has allowed me an opportunity to correct what I messed up yesterday. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. One of my friends, he, he always tweets, uh. He always says, I'm just trying to be better than I was. Exactly. So. Yeah, you know. You know, I, something that I heard somewhere down the line is that an error is only a mistake unless you refuse to correct it. Yeah. You know, yep. so. Yeah, that's good. Or no, an error is not a mistake unless you refuse to correct right. it. Right. You know, so. I feel you. That's cool, man. Well, so, um, speaking of your, you said we'd always, we don't always hit it out of the park. I saw a few homers hit last <laughs> night, man. Six. Great segue, huh? Six to be exact, man. Oh, did Se- you really? Segway king. Yeah, I was uh, at the Astros game uh, last night. I surprised Cat with some tickets um, that I had for about a week. <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, we went to the game last night, and uh, the Astros, yeah, they hit six homers. Oh, Jose Altuve, the second pitcher of the game, he hit a home run. Wow. So, she's actually back at the game tonight. Oh, is she really? <laughs> yeah, one wow, of her okay. uh, friends had tickets and uh, invited her to go, so. So was the, uh, the was the roof open or closed? Uh, it was closed. It was oh, closed. Good, but I bet you it was sweltering last night. Uh, it wasn't too hot. There were some parts of the like when we were walking trying to find like food and stuff. It, yeah. it was a little hot, but it it wasn't too bad. I was just concerned because I know it had uh my boy Adrian. He had went to the game <laughs> the day before me. Yeah, one of my coworkers went, and uh, it had started like raining like right before uh, like when he got off work, and so right. I thought it was going to rain, but I I, I remember that I think they can close the roof there. Yeah. Um, so I, I think the rain kind of kind of cooled it down a little bit, but it wasn't too too bad. Right. It, it was cool. It was a it was a pretty fun game. Baseball games are are more enjoyable at the game. Like that's a sport. You think? Yeah, that's a sport that you you have to really go to it because because sometimes when watching it on TV, like it can be very very boring. But uh, the game yesterday it was it was really fun. It it didn't seem like we were there for three hours. Like it went by quick. The people that we sat next to, they were kind of funny. And cool, well, so. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree. Really? Because <laughs> baseball is as equally boring to me in the stadium as it, as it is as watching it really? on TV. Really? <laughs> yeah. When's the last time you've been to a game? Uh, remember years ago? I think we were talking about oh, it the other yeah. day uh-huh. when uh, the lady across the street gave us those tickets yeah. when we still lived over on, uh-huh. well, on Silky, Silky Leaf, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so that's been, ooh, that's. Let's see, we've been here four yeah, years. That was so. maybe about ten uh, years yeah, ago, probably. Yeah, eleven. Well, maybe yeah, about eleven yeah. years. Well, so. you should you should probably go to a, a game with that with this team because obviously the team that we have now is way better than the teams we had. You think? You know, ten years. Yeah. Well, I mean, well, well, back in those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah back, back in, in those teams days. Now. I thought you were gonna say like last season. You know? Oh yeah, no, no, no. But I'm I mean. thinking like the last couple of seasons was probably the time to go when yeah, we had yeah. like George Springer and yeah, now nah, all we, these we, guys on the team. Yeah, now nah, we know? still got the guys. We just don't have yeah. Springer anymore. Yeah. But I mean, we we still yeah. got Correa. We got out two bay. Yeah, so, we got I mean, they, Bregman. They, Bregman got hurt last night. Yeah, actually, they, they yeah. still seem to be performing. So you know, yeah. Oh yeah, now nah, they're, they're they're playing well again. So. Yeah, so you know, that's my thing. Is just like, man, they. I wish they didn't have to air quotes cheat or whatever. But the thing is, like, it's not even them that cheated. Like a whole bunch of other teams are really started it before the Astros right. did. They just the Astros just kind of got caught. Exactly. You know, but for some reason people want to try to like eliminate the other teams and just focus on mm-hmm. focus on the Astros. So Well, that's because of those Dodgers fans, you know. Dodgers so, Yankees. You know, fans. there there's some teams that are just have more of a history, you mm-hmm. know, so I yep. think people tend to be a bit more protective about those teams, yeah. you know, so. And I, and I think it's just too because uh the Astros won the World Series today. So then right. they try to be like, "Well, um vacate the title and all that mm-hmm. but I, it, or if, put an asterisk by there but you if you <laughs> look at name. you look at the numbers regardless i think if they cheated i don't even think they cheated that year um 
they weren't the Dodgers weren't going to win anyways. Their players were playing horrible. Like yeah, like one of their best guys, his batting guy was like he was horrible. <laughs> like it was just the Astros year. I wish they would have won last year when they were that would have been great in the World Series. Yeah. Man, that was fun. I mean, they almost made it back. Well, not, I guess that was two years ago, yeah. but they almost made it back last year. So, but the Astros got a they got a good team. Like I said, they got a lot of. Um, a lot of stars. They're probably the the only team in Houston that has kept the majority <laughs> of their star power yeah. here. Hopefully, Correa don't go because he's out of everybody on the team. He's been the most vocal about the cheating stuff and kind of just being that guy. That's right. like, yeah, like, but he's backed it up too. So he he's just become a fan favorite. Right, girls like him a lot. When he, <laughs> I noticed that when he walked to the play, there was a there was a kind of interestingly loud cheer from the girl sitting next to me oh okay her name is cat <laughs> i know you got some competition i noticed when he walked to the play there was a cheer but nobody else got a cheer uh, okay but Correa. <laughs> then she said Sound like cat got some explaining to then, do <laughs> then she said i have a crush on carlos Correa." oh uh, i said oh okay well, okay well she solved that problem yeah so I, she answered that question so, immediately so carlos Correa, we could trade you nah, yeah. <laughs> We gotta be like those. meet me at three o'clock. Yeah, like Carlos, meet me at eight o'clock. Yeah. Right out outside outside exactly. of Minute Maid now. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was a fun game. It was cool just to be back at a sporting. Yeah, sporting I guess it was. Event. You know, I, you know, I guess from that standpoint, I guess it, it's nice to be out and to be able to just enjoy life and have a good time. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. even be around other people. You know, yeah, so yeah, that, having that, a sense of normalcy. Yeah, that's know, what so. makes it cool too. Is like there were some like Dallas fans in our little section. So like when they hit a home run, they were cheering. Yeah. And, uh, you know the people like I said the people next to us they were uh, they were kind of friendly talking yeah. to us man speaking so. of that I don't know I think it might have been no no I think they, these were some LA Dodgers fans but you know there was there was a huge well not a huge fight but there was a, a terrible fight at the uh, Astrodome maybe a couple of weeks ago oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah and, I think uh, it was Dodgers in the Astros yeah I mean and unfortunately fight. the actual fan got whooped <laughs> yeah no, no he got he got, <laughs> he got whooped bad yeah, yeah, <laughs> so it did the, not look good at all yeah, so he took the air in front of his kids oh too, man and yeah. his wife mm-hmm. come on dog you can't you can't you can't lose in front of your girl but but hey man you know, yeah, just so, got, it just happens man yeah, but yeah Dodgers fan so but it was it was good it was fun it was a fun time I haven't been to Minnie Maid in a while so it was cool just to see all what they have and yeah like, they got like a pluckers in there oh really a shake shack it's cool i i, I have a theory i always tell cat i'm like what a burger should be in malls and i was like what a burger should be in minute Maid park like mm-hmm. i was like this is perfect like imagine a, a what a burger in like the sporting event, especially like yeah. in texas like right. you know how crazy that would be yeah but you might be on something i'm something telling you I'm, I'm i i have a lot of ideas i have mm-hmm. a theory that chick-fil-a should have gas <laughs> <laughs> because a lot of times the line is long and I'm like what better place that has already is known for customer service that you can get your food and then pull out and then get some gas like that's a genius idea but hey you know what that sounds like a genius idea for pretty much any fast food restaurant out there you know? but especially, so again you might be on to yeah, something but especially Chick-fil-A because yeah. they're already known for the customer yeah. service the lines are always long. Like they always. go above and beyond. So I'm yeah. like, yo, if they had gas, this would be the cherry on top. Well, I don't know who the CEO or the owner of yeah, Chick-fil-A hey. is, but hey, if you get wind of this of this message, Malik Good came up with the idea. Yeah, first, I did. So I want my know. I want a percentage yeah, of it so. if y'all if y'all decide to do it. No. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was fun game. Fun uh fun time at the game. We might I might try to like I said, I know it's such a cat's there tonight, but I might try to go again. Or uh, something, you know, yeah. that'll be pretty cool. Get some yeah. good seats and all that. But uh, so yeah. no, no more trips to the movies playing <laughs> in the near future. <laughs> well, that's funny because today, actually, before she told me that she had got invited to the game, I had told her I was like, "Yo, let's do like dinner in the movie or something tonight." Mm-hmm. But she had plans. But so I was down to try to to try to go again, maybe right. see like a quiet place or something. Right. But, uh, I don't know. We'll we'll see, man. I, the movie trip was like a, it was very interesting. Uh, last week, Joe Harris finally hits a three, but yeah, it doesn't count. Didn't count no. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, man, we were we were talking uh, off mic again, and you said delayed but not denied. Delayed does not mean denial. Yeah, delayed, delayed does, does not, not mean, mean denial. denial. And uh, <clears throat> that that's something that I've been thinking about a lot. Like I think I've kind of alluded to it the last few pods, mm-hmm. but. You know, just kind of like I said, again, just saying like, you know, just ready to get life going, you know, just trying to take the next step. Yeah. Kind of elevate a little bit. And 
I think uh, I, I was listening to uh, I was listening to Charles Metcalf from Transformation Church. Uh, he's been talking about purpose the last few weeks, mm-hmm. and he said he was talking to like the founder of their church, and he was he asked him like, "Yo, like, how did you manage, you know, to to keep you know seeing the vision in this church even when there were times where you might not have thought there was?" And he was just like, "Man, sometimes I just had to show up." And he was like, sometimes I was just here, but I might not have been here, but I just, I just, sometimes I just right. have to keep showing up. And right. then, you know, so, um, I was just kind of like thinking about that. Um, just, you know, how even the times where my life might not be moving as fast as we would like it to be, or, you know, we aren't where we want to be yet. Sometimes we just got to keep showing up, mm-hmm. like regardless of what right. it feels like, regardless if it, uh, if it seems like anything is happening or not. Like one of my favorite um <clears throat> there's a jay moss song and uh he has a song and he sings uh he says he never sleeps or slumbers mm-hmm. and that's one of like my i don't, I think that's a scripture i don't know it is but uh it's, yeah that's one of like as far as encouragement that's one of like my favorite scriptures right. like whenever i'm down i always pray like like i know god doesn't sleep or slumber i know right. that he's always awake he, like i like to say that like god doesn't clock out like mm-hmm. he, he's always right. on the clock he's always working on our behalf even when it doesn't seem like it doesn't feel like it doesn't look like it um you just you just never know you know right. what i mean so i kind of like what you said about how you know delayed but doesn't mean denied delayed just, just, does not be, mean denial yeah you know what i mean just because um <clears throat> like just because you know it hasn't happened at the time or the rate or the speed we would like right doesn't mean that it's not going to happen and I, I, and I think too that when it does like does happen at that certain time we'll be more prepared for yeah. it I think a lot of oh go ahead go ahead go no ahead. no no go ahead finish yeah, I, I think a lot of times when um <clears throat> when the things don't happen when we want to is is for our good really it's so right. that we can be fully prepared for it. you know mm-hmm. I know Nick Nielsen at Lakewood used to always say the thing that God is doing in you while you wait is just as important as the thing you're waiting on exactly so I, I think that's a I think that's just a mindset that we have to have like even though in life sometimes you know we might get discouraged we might look around and see other people seeing him like they're just flourishing and just achieving all these goals but know that you know delay doesn't mean denial yeah and you know it's funny that you should mention that about being prepared because that just happened to be the topic of our subject for our sermon this uh this sunday oh yeah right. and right. you know I, I started it off talking about uh tiffany haddish you know oh. she had this catchphrase and she says she ready you know she says it all the time uh-huh. <laughs> and so i put a little spin on that sunday and the topic of our uh, uh, lesson on Sunday was called Be Ready. Mm-hmm. And I came out of Matthew 25, I think starting at verse number one, where it was talking about <clears throat> the bridegroom, who being Jesus Christ, it talked about that there were 10 virgins. There were 10 wise virgins mm-hmm. and there were 10 foolish virgins. Well, <laughs> the, the 10 virgins, they went out to meet the bridegroom. Right. This is basically talking about the kingdom of heaven. Uh-huh. This is a parable that's talking about the kingdom of heaven. It's saying that that the kingdom of heaven is like the ten virgins. There were ten wise virgins, and then there were ten foolish virgins. Well, the ten virgins they went out to meet the groom, meaning Jesus Christ. Mm. The ten wise virgins they had oil for their lamps. The ten foolish virgins they did not have oil for their lamp, and so while they were waiting for the groom, they fell asleep. And sometime during the middle of the night, the, the groom, he was delayed. So sometime during the middle of the, the night, there was a shout. The, the groom is coming. Mm-hmm. The ten wide virgins, well, they had oil for their lamp. So they lit their lamps. The ten foolish virgins, unfortunately, did not have oil to light their lamps. Mm-hmm. And they were like, share some of your oil with this. And the ten wise virgins said, no, because there's not going to be enough for you and for me. So they told the ten foolish virgins to go buy some more. So while the ten foolish virgins were out buying more, well, guess what? That's when the groom showed up. Mm -hmm. So they got to enter into the the party with the groom while the ten foolish virgins, they were left out. And so basically the the sermon was talking about being prepared. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and when I was studying for that, I ran across something that I thought was really profound. And I saw this, uh, it was uh, something that someone had said, I'm not quite sure who made this quote, but they said that opportunity does not make an appointment. So basically, you just got to be ready. Mm-hmm. You know, you just got to, whatever you got to do, you know, it, even if it feels like you're doing it for, for nothing, 
You know, stay on top of your game. You know, keep showing up, like you said. And mm-hmm. so, hey, when your time comes, it'll come. Said opportunity does. Opportunity does not make an appointment. Hmm. That's interesting. That's yeah. <laughs> opportunity does not. Yeah, make you know, sometimes you know we get, we have to make our opportunities, you know, but uh, yeah. just to stay on your game. Yeah, you know, I, be be in position. I, I think it's uh makes me think of like the NBA players how sometimes an end of the bench guy will have to randomly get minutes because mm-hmm. like the main guy will get hurt or something, and they always say like you know I just stay ready. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yep. I think even when, um, you know, it might not seem like you're going to get any minutes right. anytime soon, stay ready. You know Exactly. You know, because uh, think about this. You got Tom Brady, who people are saying arguably is the best quarterback in ever, really. I would, I would say yes. Tom Brady was a six-round draft pick. Mm-hmm. Obviously, meaning people probably didn't think very much of him coming out of the sixth round. Right. He was on the bench in uh, in uh, New England. Their starting quarterback, who was also a very good quarterback, Drew Bledsoe. Bledsoe. Yeah. He got injured. Tom Brady came in, and he hadn't looked back since. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that just proves my point. Hey, be ready. Yep. You know, be ready because you don't know when your moment is going to come. And so you might be a bench player now, but guess what? Yep. You could be the starter tomorrow. Yeah, the starter, the MVP, the GOAT. That makes exactly. me think of... Whenever LeBron first uh, was, there were speculations about him coming out of high school and then going, getting drafted by Cleveland. At the time, I think they had Darius Miles on the team, who mm-hmm. was a good player, and right. and somebody else. And it's it's a joke now because I think Darius Miles was like, "Oh yeah, like LeBron's coming here to help me." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I ain't seen or heard from Darius Miles since LeBron got in the league. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But hey, LeBron was ready. Yeah, <laughs> right he, out of yeah. high school, he yeah. was ready. It, yeah. it's, uh, so it's um, oh, okay, James. But uh, getting them back in the game. But yeah, that that's that's really good. You know, delayed does not mean that denial. Does not does not mean does denial. Not mean I denial. think I think that's something that you know we could we could use to encourage ourselves. Yeah, you know? like I said, because especially me, like just because of the a lot of time that I have where I'm just sitting here thinking. Like sometimes yeah. I'm just kind of like. All right, like I'm ready to kind of like I said, I see other people. It seems like yo, they just doing this, doing right. that. But again, like I said, we can't also like I used the Michael Phelps reference. Like I can't look to see what the person on the side of me is doing. Like I just gotta, yeah. mm-hmm. I gotta look at, keep doing what I'm doing, keep working and growing and preparing myself. Because like you said, yeah, you, know, yeah. you never. Well, know. let me share something with you. But I don't know if you remember Pastor Cheryl from TWS. Yes, sir. What she would always say is that God is a good record keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's come from uh, I believe it's in Hebrews. Where it, it says it talks about it says that God has not forgotten you. He sees your labor mm-hmm. and your love. You yeah. know, so if if your if your heart is in the right place, if your mind is in the right place, guess what? Yeah, God is a good record yeah. keeper. That's that's a that's a um, you know that's a good point. I, I think I know me and Mom have been talking, and she been saying like you know it's your due season, like everything mm-hmm. that you sow, you know all the good seeds that you sow, like you're right. gonna reap. You know, yeah, exactly. So. And then you know. You got to realize, we, like I said Sunday, you know, we serve, serve a God of purpose. Mm-hmm. And everything happens in, in, in its appointed time. You yeah. know, so if it hasn't happened, that doesn't mean it's not going to happen. It just means it's just not your time. And, you know, it, it's funny because one of the things that I talked about on Sunday was that I heard someone talking about uh, there are two lights in the sky. There's the sun and then there's the moon. Mm-hmm. You have the brighter sun in during the day and then you have a lesser light at night. Mm-hmm. But either way, you've got two lights that are shining in the, that are in the sky. And the point that I was trying to make on Sunday is that it doesn't matter when it happens for you, but when it's your time to shine, then it's going to be your time. Yep. So. Exactly. Hey. When it's when it's your time yeah. to shine, it's going to be your time. It's going to be your time. That's good. Huh? I think that's, that's I mm-hmm. think that's pretty good. Yeah. Is there anything else you got on? The, the well, yes. Yeah, as a matter of fact, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, I would always just say don't you know look to other people i think like mm-hmm. i know for me coming out of a uh, internship that was something that i struggled with was just because what i heard was like oh you you probably could have done this more you could have done that more right. so i started to look at other people and compare myself and think okay and i tried to be like everybody else mm-hmm. and then there was a moment where i was just like man i don't have to do all yeah. of that like yeah i can i can still be me and just be me yeah uh, at a high level and just exactly. work to be better versions yeah. of myself because you know what i'm just another thing let me encourage you this you know man looks at the outer appearance yeah 
But God does what? Yeah, he looks at the heart. Amen. And then he looks at the heart and he rewards you. Amen. In the right time. Mm-hmm. Right season. It's, it's, it's all going Romans said that all things do what? Yeah, all work things together work together. To the good of those who love the Lord and who are called what? According to what? <laughs> you know the word to what? Uh, his, his purpose. purpose. Yes, sir. His purpose. Look at uh, Tom Izzo. <laughs> Michigan <laughs> State. Yeah. But yeah, that's all. Is that, that all we got on that? Yeah, I think so. I, I think, think we so. were about to wrap it up, but then you kind of yeah, pitched yeah, it on. And yeah, so, you I know. had something else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. But, yeah, but I, I think we said what needs to be yeah, said. I think so. that, that was pretty good. Nothing, yeah. nothing too, too deep, but, right. uh, you know. Right. Some of the small things can make big differences. Exactly. You know? Mm-hmm. But, um, <sighs> you know. Oh, boy. You know what I do. Time for the heavy hitters. I do research <laughs> a lot. And, um. Well, actually, before I get to that, Kevin Hart. <laughs> okay. So I've t- me and Mama talked about Kevin Hart before in this pod, maybe once or twice. But he recently, he did like an interview or he has a podcast. He, he was somewhere talking. And he was talking about cancel culture. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about how as a comedian, you know, you, you really don't have the full freedom of like expressing yourself because people are too sensitive and people get offended Mm -hmm. and so you know you know you can't really be like fully funny or edgy because people get too sensitive and then they try to cancel you and so a lot of people were just kind of like kev no disrespect you're just your last comedy specials just haven't been funny right like (laughs) and there was a thing i think cat williams a quote he has a quote where he was just like if you feel like you have to be offensive or like rude to be funny like then you're wrong like you can do all that and not. Cat Williams said that. Yeah, yeah. Cat Williams. Cat Williams. <laughs> Cat Williams was recently on the Joe Budden podcast. He mm-hmm. had a really, really good interview. Really on there. And so he said that, and so a lot of people were just kind of like using that to kind of come back, Kev, because mm-hmm. he was saying like people are too sensitive, which I do agree. I think we are in sensitive times. Like yeah. everybody is easily hurt or anything, mm-hmm. but I kind of agree with people saying like his last few standups haven't really been that funny. Right. And I'm a, and I'm a big Kevin Hart fan. Like I, I think he's pretty funny. Um, but I I just think his you know his standups haven't been that funny, and it kind of takes it back to the conversation me and mom had because I was just saying that I don't think Kevin Hart has anybody in his circle to tell him that. <laughs> like I don't think there's anybody who's gonna say you just ain't that right. funny anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know I just I just kind of tend to think that anybody that is in his circle. Are probably those that are hanging on by the coattails. You know what I'm saying? You Which, know what that means? That's tough though because Kevin Hart was talking, he was talking about getting canceled and all that. But I was like, Kevin Hart is the furthest thing yeah, from canceled. He, exactly. he literally he has a comedy sketch out every year. Mm-hmm. He he's always on a comedy tour. He probably does at least three or four movies. He got yeah. a movie coming out yeah. on Netflix in a few yeah. weeks. So like, and then of course he's you know you see him all over TV on an advertisement. So. Uh, yeah, commercials, yeah. hosting things. So mm-hmm. it's just like right. Kevin Hart ain't got canceled yet. No. Like, like he, if they try to cancel him, they've done a poor job because right. he's always on TV, always in a movie. I, I was watching this Chris Rock uh, Oscars monologue today, <laughs> and he was saying that um, he was at uh, Barack Obama's. There was like a whenever he was president, he was at like this event at the White House, and he said uh, he said he said a whole bunch of black people who at the time. Uh, weren't working or anything they was there but he was like needless to say kevin hart wasn't there because he was somewhere doing a movie because he was he's always doing a bunch <laughs> right, of movies right. so it's just kind of like kev what are you doing like what are you doing like you have you aren't canceled right. like maybe you need to take a look in the mirror and just say hey maybe i'm just not that funny anymore like i don't right. know i don't know if you watched his last uh comedy special you know to be perfectly honest with you i haven't watched a kevin hart comedy or stand-up show probably in about four or five years uh-huh. if, if not more and i hadn't gotten to a point where i was kind of like over kevin hart because yeah. it was like he was just just everywhere uh-huh. you know and so i was kind of like over it myself you know and you know not to take anything away from him because he's you know he's a very talented guy mm-hmm. you know very, very funny you know very successful. but it's just for a while there it was like everywhere you turn was kevin hart so mm-hmm. i just i just kind of tuned that now I won't say that I canceled. I didn't do that. Yeah, nah. I just kind of tuned it out because mm-hmm. it was just it was just a bit too much Kevin Hart for me, you know. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I I don't see him going away anytime soon. You know, I think yeah, he's nah. still pretty popular. You know, so uh, yeah, he's still a prominent figure. Yeah. Whether if he's that funny or not, he's still going to get the roles yeah. and opportunities mm-hmm. and comedy sketches and things like that. So 
I know it was just interesting hearing that. Sometimes I think really successful like rich people sometimes they can have the tendency to be a little tone deaf. Yeah, you know, but you know, like I well, the point that I was going to make is that I think a a lot of people in his circle. I'm guessing. I'm just hypothesizing here. I'm sure. I'm sure I'm wrong, but I'm just saying that a lot of people in his circle are probably hanging on by the coattails, meaning that you know he he is their meal ticket. So they're probably afraid to to approach this subject to him. A lot lot of his staff and things things like that are a lot of his you know some of his close friends and things. And so he's giving them a lot of opportunities and things. But yeah, they they might be right. Yeah, but like they don't want to mess up this good thing, you know. So but I've noticed that too. Like a lot of celebrities and things, they are surrounded by a bunch of like yes men type people. Like I I was watching uh, Adrian Broner. Uh, he he has this really funny. Well, he used to have this really funny like YouTube series where it was just like like a day in the life. It was called About Billions, mm-hmm. and so it was basically just a camera following Adrian Broner around. And like some of the people in his corner, you could just tell like they were just so like like you could tell nobody ever was there to tell him like right like you know the truth. Like he would work out, and they were just like, oh man, like. He make hard work look easy, don't yeah. it? And talking to all this right. noise, and then he would go in the ring and get beat up. And then I think there was one clip where Floyd was just like, I think Floyd was like the only one that was like, Man, you you got beat, like yeah, like stop trying to be me, yeah, and right. be you and do what you got to do, work right. on your craft. And exactly. Then I think there was more where he even kind of just had to kind of get out of his head and realize like, yeah, yeah I got to be better, you know. Yeah. So I think you know, again. Say shout out to Saf because hey, right. she she didn't say no. You're right. good. She said you need to stop complaining. Right. So hey, yeah. you know I think I think especially celebrities, you know, they gotta have people in their lives that's willing to tell them the mm-hmm. truth and all that. But that that's the thing too is like some people they might say, you know, I like hearing the truth and all mm-hmm. that, but then they might just say it because it sounds good. But yeah. a lot of people don't really like hearing the truth either. Right. Like they don't really. Uh, receive it the best either you know exactly so. you, you know but and then again i guess sometimes it all d- depends on the delivery you know because mm-hmm. sometimes you may have good intentions yeah and you you can tell someone the truth but you know the way you deliver it may make it difficult to receive you know right. so that's when we have to do when the bible says to we have to season our speech with salt you know so mm-hmm. yeah that's uh that's that's a good point right yeah. there man yeah but uh i will i'm, I'm gonna get to some shenanigans okay because uh, <laughs> this is, are you ready for this? This mm-hmm. is actually, man, I, the the whole listening audience just heard your. <laughs> oh, sorry. sorry. I'm thirsty, man. Yeah. Actually, I'll text mom to bring me yeah. a water right yeah. now. But um, I have some WNBA beef for you this week. Uh, Why? Well, I might have an idea where you're going with this, but I'll wait and see. I, uh, Skylar Diggins. Okay. No, I don't know where you're going with this. Ah, so, you know, Skylar Diggins was. Probably every guy's favorite player for a long, long mm-hmm. time, especially when she was coming out of college, because you know she is a bit different than most WNBA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know she she looks a little bit better than most. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of guys, like, we love Skyler. Yeah, and but I I, I say that jokingly. Oh yes, thank you. Come here, please. Yes, thank you for my water. Thank you. Um, but um. Skylar Diggins, right? She, uh, well, I, I say that jokingly because I'm a, I'm just a fan of basketball. Right. So I'm a fan of women's basketball, guys' basketball. I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan. Right. right? Let me drink. Kobe would be proud. I'm going to just drink this <laughs> water real quick. But, so I'm a fan of her game. Like, right. I think she's a good player. She's left-handed, so I love left-handed players. Because I was because you're left Yep. So you Skyler, were, you were a left-handed player. Well, yeah, <laughs> you said that in past tense. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so Skyler, uh, she plays for the Phoenix Mercury, and she had a highlight the other day. It was it was a really good move. She kind of did like a, she was dribbling on the left side, and she kind of did like a spin this way, and she spun it back this way, and she cooked the girl. And so Bleacher Report they just posted it like, oh yeah, good move, right? And so um, I don't know if it was the girl that she shook, but the girl on the team saw the tweet that Bleacher Report they posted her highlight mm-hmm. and she was like yeah y'all y'all stay praising these moves or whatever but she caught the L at the end of the day and then so Skyler was just like let me let me find the this the tweet I had it I had it saved but uh it, it was just it was pretty entertaining to me watching it, it's just funny watching girls be girls <laughs> girls are just you know a little yeah so now i'm not doing that in a bad way or anything but skylar said girl shut tf up <laughs> they can't post a highlight 
complain to your organization first. Why they only hype one person? Mm. And so I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. And so somebody, I don't even think she plays in the league. Well, no, she's in the league. Well, I don't know if she plays on Skyler's team, but she said, she said, nah, Skyler just tapped into something deeper than these kids have no idea what to talk about. Tap into your organization's marketing schemes and the leagues before you do a highlight page. Mm. And I was like, you know what? That's true because yeah. that girl tried to get mad that they posted the highlight, but go to your team and say, hey, like, post our highlights or do exactly. something. Because at the end of the day, like, that's what Bleacher Report does yeah. anyway. Like, they're going to post the highlights, like, whether the team won or lost. They're going to yeah. post a cool move. They're right. going to post the, the poster dump. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it makes me think of whenever James Harden – when he crossed Wesley Johnson real bad that one day. Right. And it's just like, whether they won or lost, like that highlight was going to get shown. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Like it helps that they won. Yeah. But whether we won or not, you were going to see that highlight. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I haven't really watched the WNBA in quite some time. You know, yeah, but, I, have, I haven't seen any games. But I would dare to think that Skylar Dickens is probably still one of, one of the most highly profiled players in the WNBA, mm-hmm. you know, not just because she's an attractive woman, but yeah, she's I mean, a good she, player. She, yeah, she can ball. And yeah, she, you know. she's on the Mercury with, her, with yeah. Diana Taurasi and Brittany yeah, Griner. They kind of have like a WNBA yeah, super exactly, team. Exactly. Yeah. You know, so they're, they're going to get the notoriety. So mm-hmm. yeah. Like my thing is just like, don't get crossed next time. Right. But the girl, she, <laughs> some of the girls kind of took it a little serious. Like what's Kyler saying is fighting words and all mm-hmm. this. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I don't know if WNBA players have the long term memory that we speak of, right, but exactly. I, I've seen, I've seen Skyler get into some yeah. altercations on the yeah. floor. So hey, I, I don't know, but it, it was interesting because I think what Skyler did say does kind of make kind of is for a broader conversation of yeah. like, well, what can your team do to yeah. to market your highlights or whatever y'all do better instead of because I don't know what team that girl played on, but. If they're hyping one person, it's like, yeah, maybe you should go to your team social mm-hmm. media director and and discuss things that they can do to, you know, provide y'all with better right. content or like, right. um, you know, like put the spotlight on you guys mm-hmm. more, you know, so. Well, I think this was one of the things that Draymond Green talked about, mm-hmm. you know, previously, See? you know, about yeah. about the WNBA being a bit more proactive mm-hmm. in in advertising the WNBA and maybe spotlighting yeah. their players, you yeah. know, w- whatever they need to do, give them the same type of accommodations that they do the the male players, you right. know. And so you get higher quality, you get you get better return on your on your investment. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, hopefully that uh, that girl doesn't continue <laughs> just to be mad, and maybe right. hopefully she does go to her organization. And, yeah. And discuss things like I, I. That's one thing that I've liked about the NBA that a lot of um, that they're doing recently is like they're they're collabing with you know, the big stars like the Rockets mm-hmm. for a while. Like, you know, Travis was kind of like an ambassador for the team. Like really? He, he was uh, just always at the games. They had, they were having Travis Scott bobblehead night right. and, and all that. And, you know, I even think of uh, like the, the Raptors. Drake is their ambassador. Like, yeah. He's their international right. ambassador. Like they have the OVO uniforms. Off, off after his record oh, label. Okay, you know I've seen those. I, with I, the owl. I, I, yeah, I wonder uh-huh. what those were. Okay, they have the. Yeah. Uh, I think their practice facility now oh, is like okay. it's like the OVO facility. Yeah. So, I think teams could to do more things like that. I think the Pistons actually they hired Big Sean, who's a rapper. He's from Detroit. I think they hired him as like their creative director. So yeah, I think okay. you know, maybe they should try to tap into you know. Yeah, it brings in a younger crowd, mm-hmm. you know, and, and people who are probably maybe more attentive to the game, you know. Mm-hmm. But like I said, just just bringing in some some fresh blood, so, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I think that's true. So man, maybe they could do things like that. Even though I think Travis is a fake Rockets fan because I saw him at the <laughs> at the Nets game the other day, courtside cheering and jumping around. I was like, "What are you doing, dog?" Like, hmm. just last year you were at the Rockets game. I seen that all over. JJ <laughs> JJ Watts at the Phoenix Suns game now. Oh, of course, cheering yeah. on Chris Paul. Yeah. I'm just like, nah. <laughs> like, like last year you were at the Rockets game. Yeah, you know. you know. So hey, well, I guess there's no no. Faithful and yeah, and nah, my, my thing is, my thing so. is, if the Rock is good next year, I don't want to see Travis at a game. You, you don't? Nah, don't, his DJ actually, Chase B, who I love, he did a question thing on Instagram one day, and somebody said, Who's your favorite NBA team? and he was like, I don't have a favorite team right Uh-oh. now. And I was like, Ah, now you don't have a favorite uh, NBA oh, team. He's been canceled, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Malik has canceled Travis Scott. <laughs> like, tra- no, Travis, please send yeah, really. tickets to Astro. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're canceled. Yeah, no, yeah, nah. <laughs> but it's, it's it's funny just seeing that. But um, yeah, but I guess you know. Speaking of the playoffs, we can go ahead. The Phoenix Suns, man. It looks like they might do it. <laughs> well, I 
You know, I had my hopes up there. I was thinking, okay, maybe this team is for real. But then I saw something yesterday. I was like, okay, they're out. <laughs> oh, wait, are you alluding to Chris Paul? I am alluding so, to Chris Paul. Here's my theory that I have about that, right? Because if I don't know if you remember, but a few weeks ago, uh, LeBron was being investigated because he was uh, he attended a party and Drake was there. Right. And Franklin from Snowfall was there. And Quavo, Migos, all of those guys were there. Right. And so... You know, people were like, oh, you know, the, the health and safety protocol things is, is LeBron going to get suspended? And and I was like, they're not suspending LeBron. Like, they don't, of they course don't, not. Like, it's you LeBron. Know. So, but now Chris Paul, all of a sudden he's breached the, the protocols and now he's out. And so a lot of people. Oh, so is that what happened? Yeah. The, oh, the, uh, I didn't know in, that. He's in health and safety protocols. So he's oh, not injured or anything. Okay. I didn't know that. So a lot of people are kind of like. So LeBron could somehow manage to not get it, not be out or anything, but Chris Paul's out indefinitely. So basically, it's a double standard. Yeah, yes. I think which is funny because at the at the beginning of the season, Adam Silver said like basically like yeah, the, the bigger name guys are will probably get a bit more leeway. Mm-hmm. And so because I even I remember when James was out for a little bit, he came back a little bit quicker than than some of the other guys did. And, so I was kind of thinking, well, Chris Paul's a big name. He's been yeah, playing. I would think so. Yeah, he's, he's been playing amazing in the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's pretty much the face of the organization. Well, that's not necessarily true because I'm thinking it's Devin Booker. Yeah, but you know, Chris Paul has definitely made his mark on this mm-hmm. on this team. So, so yeah, it's interesting. So hopefully he's not out too long. That my th- I'm hoping that Utah wins the next game so that they can tie their series yeah. up. So. That they can just keep that the Suns can just keep having more off days. So and hopefully that by the time the conference final starts, Chris Paul will be ready to go. Well, I read yesterday that he was out indefinitely. Yeah, yeah I don't there's know. been some change. So I don't, I don't know if that means like he's tested positive for COVID mm-hmm. or if like he you know because sometimes they have that like tracing thing where you right. might just have to quarantine for a like a week or two. So I'm I'm not sure what exactly. Hopefully. You know, hopefully he's all right though, and, and he'll be able to be back soon because he's been playing good. Mm-hmm. Suns, they play really good. The Suns, kind of, I think I said this. They remind me of the Rockets teams a few <laughs> years ago. Like you got Chris Paul, Chris Paul. You know, Rockets, Suns. Devin Booker is essentially James Harden. You got the young score, and they got the good role players. They got Aiton, DeAndre Aiton, who's a good center. They just right. got, a, they just got a good team. Yeah, man. Chris Paul said it. He said, though, Devin Booker can score in his sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he can. I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't think they were gonna sweep Denver. You think he likes this team, Chris Paul? Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I think he does. I yeah. would. I'm not gonna lie. It made me sad because I was like, yo, I, I think we're gonna see Chris Paul versus Hard in the finals. And you I'm think like, so? If that if that yeah. happens, I'm going to cry every game. Ah, uh, yeah, because they were teammates yeah, some years literally ago, just a few years ago. Yeah. Like this could have, it could have been. This could have been the Rockets. Yeah, could have been us, man. Yeah. Words to Kelly Clarkson. It could have been us. Well, <laughs> well, we'll see, man. But the Suns are the Suns are playing well. The Clippers, Kawhi is out. He is. Yeah, he didn't play last night. He's not going to play in game. Are they doing? Surely they're not doing load management. No, he, he has a knee injury. Oh wow! But uh. But Paul George actually he stepped up because you know they have been calling him Pandemic P. Yeah. But uh, he he played really well last night, so he he silenced a lot of the right. doubters. So he's a. Uh, so who uh, won that game last night? The Clippers. They they won. They beat Utah. Utah's dealing with injuries too. Mike Conley's hurt. Uh, I think Donovan Mitchell was hurt too. Yeah, but but Mike Conley he's been hurt for a few games. Yeah, right? he has, has he even played he has, this. Yeah, he he hasn't played this series. So I I think if he's here that they probably win some more of the games. But yeah. He, He's been out too. Yeah, so it, wow. it's a, this this, that, this uh, season has that's been the that's tough. been the theme of the season. Yeah, is the injuries. LeBron actually yeah. the other day kind of went on like a Twitter rant, basically saying like I told him that I wasn't a fan of this and like <laughs> sorry that you know sorry fans that all oh, the stars had to get hurt and all this. And I was just kind of like LeBron, shut up! Like nobody cares what you said. Now let me let me ask you a question. Do you think? That those extra games that they played during the, what the what they called the play in or whatever it was called, do you think that may have contributed to to this rise in injuries to certain players? I think the whole season has contributed to the rise of, hmm. of the of the injuries because they it was less games, but yeah. they crammed them all in. Right. Like I said, the off season was short. Like right. especially for like like I thought about the Lakers. Like they had like what the season ended in October something and then right back in December right. they were back playing yeah. so they had a short off season yeah so their body like, probably you know, didn't get a chance to recuperate yeah like I said Anthony, Anthony Davis was hurt LeBron was hurt yeah. so 
I think a lot of them were excited just to have a full off season. Exactly. This season really good. A normal off season. Yeah, yeah, really good. <laughs> now, I understood why the NBA did it cuz you know they wanted to get the season like the timing line back up. But yeah. You know, like the Thanos thing like at what cost? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of the big guys were were hurt. But besides the injuries, the playoffs have been great. Some really yeah. really good games. Yeah. I like uh I was talking to a guy at work the other day about how I liked how it's just been unpredictable. Like it's a lot of new teams that we aren't used to seeing. Uh, playing well and so I've really been enjoying the playoffs yeah I think that's what's the most exciting thing about it for me it's just that you got a lot of teams that haven't been there before or you know some teams that have been on the brink for some some years and finally have have made it through you know so Uh it's nice just to see some new blood in there so yeah that's what makes it exciting yeah I I, I like that too and the unpredictability you know like Mm -hmm. you said you just don't know what's who's going to win from one game to the next so you know it's not a one-sided series. You know, each game is each uh, series has been pretty well, with the exception of this last series with the yeah, <laughs> Suns yeah, and the Nuggets, which I was like really surprised that the Suns swept the Nuggets. But yeah, uh, you yeah, know, they, most of the games, most of the series have been pretty competitive. So you know. But I do want to talk about the Brook- this Brooklyn series because this is probably like you know the biggest series so far. Like I've been saying, Brooklyn's going to, going to win the finals. <sighs> we gotta talk about KD, man. That game the other night was. He had what? He had a forty-nine point triple double. Yeah, triple double. Yeah, he should have had fifty. He just missed yeah, he one missed free, throw that right free throw. Yeah, <laughs> but man, that was, that was a great individual mm-hmm. performance by KD. Man, it uh, people, you know, before that, people were kind of like, this will be the first time that Kevin Durant is really going to be by himself in the playoffs because mm-hmm. you don't have Russ, you don't have James, you don't have Steph, Clay, or Draymond. And I was kind of, you know what? That's true, yeah, but. So- I never doubted him because I was reminded of a time where two years ago they were, you know, asking Kevin Durant about Patrick Beverly and all that. And Kevin Durant looked into the mic and said, I'm Kevin Durant. <laughs> Y'all know who I am. <laughs> and then proceeded to drop 50 the next mm. game. So I, I, I never had a doubt that he could go out there right. and do that. So seeing him do that, I was just like, man. Yeah. And the thing about Katie is like he really does all that off like all jumpers. Mm-hmm. Like he's just hitting jumpers all over the court. Yeah. And so now the conversation is like, is he the best player in the NBA? And I'm going to say yes. I, I'm going to agree with you. Gonna, I mean, he yeah. just has such a pretty game, man. He's he, just so smooth. And I don't, there's a shot. There's not a shot that he can't make. Yeah. That's you know, the there's thing. not a shot that he can't make. And then he's, he's pretty much, he's seven feet tall yeah. with the handle of a guard. But he'll tell you he's 69, six, nine. Yeah. He can shoot, shoot, uh, you know, he shoots well. He mm-hmm. just he's just he's he's a great player, yeah. man. But I have to admit, I'm I'm a bit concerned. I mean, especially with uh, Kyrie being out, because the last game he played the entire game. Yeah, and you know, obviously James Harden has Look, is James a bit, with that injury. James played 46 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but James he's he's not the James Harden that we yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So KD he he's pretty much carrying the team right now. Uh-huh. But I don't know if he's going to be able to sustain playing those kind of minutes yeah. for the rest of this series. And then assume that they win and be you know recuperated enough where he can perform well in the next series. You know, right. so I think he's going to miss Kyrie bigger than he might be willing to admit. You uh-huh. know. And and especially with James being impaired right now, so I mean, it's obvious that James Harden's not the James Harden that we're used to seeing. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully they're all they're they're big guys can uh, can just get healthy. Yeah, and because um, that's the thing is like when they're on the court together, it's great to watch. Yeah, hard to defend, but they just haven't been on the court a lot mm-hmm. together. They've all yeah. just been hurt kind of at the same time. So hopefully, they can come back soon and uh, you know play well. But I hope I hope that uh you know they get past Brooklyn. Yeah. I mean, uh, Milwaukee. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah Milwaukee. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the Hawks Sixers series, they beat the Sixers last night. The Sixers were up like 30 and let them come back and oh, win. Oh, wow. Yep. Uh, uh, who, Joel, coaches, uh, who coaches the Sixers? Doc Rivers. Mm. Joel Embiid and Seth Curry were the only two players for the Sixers to score in the second half. So, I'm, I'm going to say it. It's time to have a dialogue about Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. I knew that's where you were going, yeah. Ben Simmons shot 14 free throws last night, and he only had eight points in the entire game. Wow. At some point, he's going to have to be able to do something other than just defend and and, and, and have, and have yeah. size. Yeah. Because he's, he's he has great size. He can handle the ball. He can pass and defend. But that somebody where they were calling him, because some people are like 3 and D, they were just calling him O and D. <laughs> <laughs> we just said he's just D. Yeah. So he he's gonna have to 
he's going to have to get a jumper or yeah. just something because he's he's kind of just a lot. Like, they were hacking him like they used to hack Shaq. Like they were yeah. hacking him so he could go shoot free throws right. and miss. Well, you know, I, I've always wondered, you know, even when he was coming out of college and his game is what it is. And I kind of felt like, why is this guy garnering so much attention when he is really, he's like deficient offensively? Mm-hmm. You know, basically all he, I mean, they talk about great court vision and, you know, being a, a great defensive player. But at some point you need to score. Yep. <laughs> and at some point that's going to become a detriment to your team, which it obviously it has, you know. And so I just couldn't figure out why he went as high as he did when he came out of college, you know, when he was drafted into the, into the NBA. I, I couldn't see it because, like I said, de- offensively, he is just deficient. And, you know, that's a detriment to your team. And so I, I just never saw it. So. Yeah. I don't know. And that's crazy because the Rockets fans, at one point, I remember we was trying to trade James for him. Yeah. And um, I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a mistake. I mean, man, we, we might have won only eight games then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so, yeah thank I mean, goodness that didn't happen. Yeah. I think that was a blessing in disguise. Yeah. Man. You know, and as a matter of fact, I don't even think he's good enough to be a starter, honestly. But, yeah. you know, there oh, he is. That's a hard take. That's how I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, good good week in sports as yeah. always. Especially the playoffs have been mm-hmm. entertaining. So we'll keep a, we'll keep updating y'all week in and week out. Well, let me give you one last tidbit. I don't All know if right. you, I, I sent this to you earlier today, but I don't know if you oh, saw no, it. I don't know if I saw it. Uh, Floyd Mayweather. Uh, he bet uh, $75,000 on himself during that last fight. Uh-huh. And in return, $750 million. <laughs> For real? Yes. Oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about betting on yourself. <laughs> that's a lot of money. Hey. Talk about betting on yourself, I, they don't man. Call them, Literally. They don't call them Floyd money, money for, weather for nothing. <laughs> but speak, speaking of boxing, since you heard that, I don't know if you saw this. <laughs> Lamar Odom oh, uh, recently was the next ex-athlete celebrity to be featured in a boxing match. Oh, no. Okay, <laughs> he fought former <laughs> R&B pop star Aaron Carter. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Lamar Odom won the fight because <laughs> he's he's three feet taller than Aaron Carter. Oh my god! But uh, I want to show you some highlights <laughs> from the fight. because. <laughs> It hey, was just funny pull, to see. That. Hey, pull it, pull it up on YouTube. Yeah, let's, let's while, get, while it's because it's halftime. Let's get so, the highlights yeah, for you. Pull it up on YouTube. People were talking about this because uh, apparently this was like it was a really goofy like event of of like boxing this night. But they were talking about Lamar Odom one because it's just like Lamar Odom is fighting Aaron Carter. <laughs> like how did? Yeah, really. Like he's Lamar Odom is almost like seven feet tall. Like, I don't know how tall Aaron Carter is, but I know he can't be nearly as tall as Lamar Odom was. Um, but, yeah, he was out there fighting, and people were saying that uh, it was funny because Lamar Odom, he was uh, he was sagging mm. <laughs> in the fight. And, you know, you mean his shorts? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and people was like, oh, I've never seen somebody sag the boxing oh, shorts my before. He looks, he, he looks like a little boy. <laughs> Look uh, at that. He is a little boy. Look at that. <laughs> he, Eric Carter is six feet. Lamar Odom is six ten. Wow. Two thirty nine. But Aaron Carter, he looks like he looks like a little boy. He's literally ten inches taller than Aaron Carter, almost a foot taller than him. Wow. He literally is almost a hundred weighs a hundred more pound. He he has a he has a, a longer reach than him. Now see this is what happens when you've had money and you still have money <laughs> and you don't know what to do with now, it. You don't is, know what to do with your now, time. This is what happens when you had money and then Oh um, my a that. pandemic starts. <laughs> oh my! Look at that. <laughs> this looks like. Yo, this looks horrible. Oh my goodness. It doesn't even look like they trained for he, this he fight. He pushed him. He didn't even. Throw, he didn't even throw a punch. He pushed him. Yo, it doesn't even look like they trained for this fight. I guess. <laughs> that was a haymaker. No. <laughs> that was. A- that was a haymaker that missed. <laughs> Yo, it, it looks like they just, mm. they literally said, like, yeah, we'll, we'll do yeah. this fight. It just got, yeah. it just got sagging. in the ring. He is yeah. sagging. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. If people paid for this, I am I am dying. These were, like, two, like, and, and, were, and Lamar Odom. Oh. 
Knocks himself out by not throwing the punch. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! Yo, hey, if y'all are listening to oh. the, look at the, if y'all are listening to this, go to YouTube and put in Lamar Odom versus Aaron Carter fight, man, so y'all can see how horrible of this a is fight. embarrassing. This is really bad. This literally looks like they just agreed to this like three mm-hmm. hours before and got into the ring, just started fighting. Oh my goodness! This is it's an unfair size advantage. It. it this is hilarious, and there's no no skill yeah. at all. <laughs> no None skill, like at all. At least like Logan Paul, like has experience. Like it looks like they actually trained for this fight. This is that that is hilarious. But that's that's embarrassing. But what, what do you think about these boxing events with these celebrities? Well, you, you once love? again, I'm going to say, you know, I think they need to leave this to the pros. <laughs> First of all, somebody's going to get hurt. You know, somebody's going to get hurt. Oh, my God. And it just seems totally unnecessary. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, I I feel like this is what happens when you have guys who are no longer in the spotlight and they got to recreate that moment. Yeah, that, you know, that could so. be it. They might just try and get a paycheck. You know, Lamar yeah, Odom, so. uh, well, he recently, he almost passed. You know, he was really yeah. sick. So yeah. I'm, I'm, just, I'm happy to see him just doing better. But it's, exactly. it is really funny to see. <laughs> Yeah, to see mm. see this uh, this celebrity <laughs> boxing thing. There was also a boxing thing over the weekend. It was YouTube stars versus TikTok stars. And so mm. That was pretty interesting. So I guess this is gonna be the new thing now. Yeah, all the, the YouTube fighters won. They beat yeah. the TikTokers. Yeah, wow. I think this is gonna be the new form of entertainment, pandemic style. So yeah, so post pandemic. So post pandemic. Yeah. So, yeah. hmm. Okay. Oh, well, speaking of that, I heard you got vaccinated. Got my first one. Yes, sir. How got was my that? First one. How you feel? It was good. Yeah, not bad. The you whole, know, whole family went. Yep. How y'all feel? Did y'all have any side effects? Uh, you know, my arm was a little bit sore that night and then the following day, but you know, it's been pretty good since. So I'm, I'm actually looking forward to getting my second one done, so I can be well. I won't say one and done, but you know, but it'd be yeah, that yeah. one and then done. Yep. So yep. Good yeah, go. you yeah. know, so but I hear that's the one that most most people end up having some a few side effects from. So I. I actually was able to schedule mine, you know, now that I think about it, I may have to reschedule, but I scheduled mine for 6.30 on a Friday evening, anticipating that I'm going to be off the following weekend. So, oh, you know. yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty smart. Yeah, so yeah, we'll, we'll look, see what happens. Like so. I said, for me, my second shot, I actually, my arm was, like, the soreness was there more for the first one than it was the second yeah. one, so I think it's just different for everybody. Right. But. Happy y'all did it. You know yeah, what I'm me saying? too. Your civic duty being safe. Exactly. Yeah, you know. Because so. it looks like the world is opening up and it's not turning back. Exactly. So, I ain't gonna lie. I'm not even gonna lie. At the game last night, I I was full <laughs> you Republican. Was, you was <laughs> I, I didn't touch a mask. So, you were... <laughs> You were naked, but not afraid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Me and Kat started watching that show on Sunday. Uh, uh, naked yeah. and afraid. Yeah. Just, well, we've been talking about you know TV shows last few weeks, mm-hmm. but that's a show that we started. Uh, well, Kat had been started to watch, and she wanted to show me, and so yeah. I, I was just confused. I was like, "What?" Like, cause my my thing was just like, "Are they even getting money for this? Like, they're just throwing." I don't know these, what they get. They're just throwing these people out into the woods for three weeks, and they're just naked and have to survive. Mm-hmm. Like, we watched one guy where he probably got sunburned maybe 10 minutes into being there. Yeah. And so he just laid he just laid on the grass for three days because his body was burned. <laughs> wow. And I, I'm, I'm, even though I have a theory, another theory that I think that show is scripted. I think uh, they're going to sleep in the bed every night and they just wake up and drop them back off. Because You mean like Bear Grylls? I don't, <laughs> I don't think Bear Grylls is scripted. I don't know, but I, I just think I, a lot I of those to, I hate shows. To burst your it bubble. might be though, because I hate to burst your bubble, but yes, because you know there was a show. Me and Kat watched the show. Uh, it's not hoarders. It's like it's the show where people have like the really weird, like addictions. Yeah, and there was this one episode we watched where a lady she was like, I just like I eat toilet paper, mm. and like she would just like she would eat toilet paper. There was one. There was one girl who. She, I think she slept with like the blow dryer on, and it. And I told Kat, and Kat was just like, "This is crazy." But I was just like, "Man, this stuff is too wild for me yeah, to be it's real." Crazy. Like yeah. I was like, "I don't think anybody's out here." It's just like, like I can't stop eating toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> like so, and watching Naked and Afraid, it gave off the vibes of like this might be scripted because every episode like 
the guys would get mad, but like when they were explaining why they were mad, it sounded like they were reading it. Like it sounded, yeah. it didn't sound like they were genuinely right. like mad. Like they sounded like they were reading it. And so I was just like, man, they're probably telling them to be mad and do this and that for probably. entertainment sure purposes. You but know, so. I, I don't think they're really out there being naked and afraid. I'm not sure. Would you ever do that? Oh no, <laughs> nah. <laughs> I love my comfort way too much. Yeah, you know, I would so. never want to go to the woods, and I sure definitely don't want to go to the woods naked. No, <laughs> that doesn't sound fun at all. I'm, I'm no, kind that's, of a, that's that's not for me. I'm kind of a germaphobe anyway. Yeah, so, so. man, being in the not woods with no clothes on, uh, I would just, I you know, if I saw a lion, I would just be like, yo, take me right now, bro. <laughs> exactly. But yeah, interesting show. Any any other shows you've been watching? Um. No, there isn't. Well, you know, I'm I'm gonna start watching the second season of this program on Netflix. It's called Lupin. Uh-huh. Uh So that's uh, I think the second season of that has started. So I may check that out. So nice, nice. I had um, I um, I watched the movie The Best Man last night. I've never seen it before. Hmm. And so I watched it, and it was pretty funny. How'd you like it? Pretty entertaining. Yeah. It's pretty funny. It, uh, That's one of those movies that your mother will watch like a hundred yeah, times. Yeah. has watched a, a hundred times, you know, so. So now Lathan and Nia Long yeah. are both in it. I was mm-hmm. like, man, I know back in the day, that was like, like those were the girls. You yeah. Know what I mean, like I was, yeah. I was kind of, when I was watching it, I was kind of equating like who would be these people. Like if they were to remake this movie using mm-hmm. different actors, like who would be who? So I was right. thinking, I was like. I think Michael B. Jordan would probably be Morris Chestnut. Probably, yeah. All the girls like him, and he could play that kind of role mm-hmm. in the movie. Um, I don't know. I was just kind of throwing out. I was like, I was trying to put together. I think who would play who uh, in the movie? You had a lot of time on your hands, obviously. Yeah, I'd just be thinking. <laughs> well, you did say that, didn't you? I'd just be thinking. Yeah, you were thinking. Okay, but uh, yeah, I, I watched that. Um, I think that's all I watched, uh, really. Me and Kat, we watched these things called the Crew League Basketball Tournament. What is it? it? It's called the Crew League Basketball Tournament, Hmm. and it's where celebrities get a group of, like, their friends, air quotes, and they have, like, a little basketball tournament. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's on on YouTube, and it was last year. It was really, really popular last year, and so they, they already filmed the second season. So, like, this year... Um, like the there, there's like the team captain is like a celebrity. Mm-hmm. So, like this year, like Chris Brown, he's a team captain. There's a name you don't hear that much anymore. At yeah, least I don't. Jason Derulo is a team captain. Yeah, Tyga, um, G E Z, um, a lot of like celebrities, team captains, their friends, and so they just play basketball. Right. You know, a lot of celebrities, especially like rappers and stuff, they like to play basketball. And so it's pretty entertaining because a lot of the celebrities are trash, but <laughs> there are a lot of their friend groups of like, and because they're celebrities, they kind of bend the rules a little bit. So mm-hmm. like they might invite like actual like former NBA players, like like Nick Young was on one of the teams. Right. So, but it, it's really entertaining to watch. Drewski is the host and he's, I don't know if you know him, but I show you his videos all the time. He's kind of, he's the comedian that does all like the funny skits and stuff. Mm, okay. And his best friend is Jack Harlow. He's a rapper and Jack Harlow, he's really really that those are the two guys that did the uh Life Like This Sure is Sweet, isn't it? That video. They <laughs> yeah, okay. they they host it. So they're really funny. So <laughs> yeah. it, it's really it's funny hearing them commentate and then like watching the games. And yeah. It's pretty interesting too. So me and Kat, that's kind of like our thing. They they space the episodes out like they show like once once a week so it kind of gives us something to look forward to. So we we usually we try to watch them together. Right. Um, but there's a new one out now that we haven't seen yet. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, but that's, that's pretty entertaining. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty good. That's that's, that's not too many programs that I that I'm into right now. You know. Yeah, so, it's kind of uh, a slow. You know, other than you know, me and your mom, we watch Ready to Love. Yeah. That's Friday night, but we've only got a maybe one or two episodes left to that, and so yeah. after that, I'm not sure what we'll be watching. So, but that's yeah. that's probably the only thing that I'm watching like really consistently right now. Mm-hmm. You know, that's for uh, the older generation. So you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Insecure season five is. I don't know if it's coming soon, but it's the last season. Yeah. Uh, I saw a lot of pictures from like that. I can't like, wait to see that. The cast and stuff, they were kind of like, oh man, like it's over. But yeah. Probably yeah. one of my favorite shows. Uh, yeah, that and Atlanta. I'm waiting Yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta's coming yeah. soon. I saw that they were filming it. So uh, hopefully it's coming soon. <clears throat> yeah. Atlanta and Insecure is similar to me because it's kind of like 
there's really no kind of like agenda it's just kind of like they just kind of live life yeah <laughs> and especially in insecure anyways every a lot of the characters and people are just very relatable mm-hmm. like you kind of see yourself or you see some of your friends and exactly. some of the characters uh, yeah mm-hmm. um so it's uh it, it's pretty it's pretty interesting so i really like that show so i'm gonna be sad for it to go but i am excited yeah but you know to, uh, it's a race she has season. She has been on the come up. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she's doing a lot of other things. You know, we've been talking about Kevin Hart. You know, it's a raid. Her, her time to shine is, is right now. It's right you know? now. So yeah, she's yeah. Doing she's doing a lot gonna, of things. She's going to be know? doing so, a lot. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a great writer. Yeah. She's funny. So, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. She She's getting the back. Shout out to Issa Rae, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, man. Is that, is that anything else? No, I anything think that's else? it. I do have a Drake update. Okay. Well, Drake. Yeah. Drake was at the rap. It was like a big rap battle event this Sunday. Out of his own mouth, he said, <laughs> "My album will be out before the summer ends." Oh boy, I, I don't believe. I think him. you predicted that, right? Yeah, I said. I think you it, said June, right? Yeah, I, June? I said before June is over. Okay, and so he said before the summer ends. I don't know, but I um I do I don't believe him. <laughs> but you know, hope hopefully you know hopefully it does come out. But I you're gonna wake up tomorrow and it's gonna be out. Yeah, if on I wake media. up and that album is out, I'm gonna cry. Yeah, on all the all the, the streaming outlets, and it's going to be there, and, and yeah. you're going to be like, "Oh no, I missed the, the yeah. release." <laughs> Quick update, guys. Sorry, um, we this episode is recording a day late. We recorded it just one day late because, like I said, I was at the Astros game <laughs> last mm-hmm. night, so I was not taking another pod. But that's all right. Time is our relative. Yeah, so this will be out <laughs> on Friday instead of the normal day right. on Thursday, but it'll be out. But yeah, that, is that all we got? I think that's that's it. That's man. all we got for that's tonight. It. That was a good pod. Good episode. Um, but yeah, man, you got any any shout outs? Well, again, as always, shout out to to your mom. Yes, you sir. Know, so, uh, let's see. Is there anyone else in particular I want to shout out to? Um, no one that I can think of right now. Nah, so I said, you know, nah. life has been pretty pretty cut and dry for yeah. you. So you know, same same stuff, different day. Exactly. Um, I will say shout out to Gerardo and Sophia. They <laughs> they um. Gerardo's a guy I know from church. Well, him and Sophia I know from church. Gerardo has his own like vintage resale and like shoe company that he starts, and they've really kind of like blown. Well, not yeah, I say blowing up, but he's pretty every vintage event that we go to, like he has a table there. Like mm, okay. he does different events, like Dallas, El Paso, like Austin. He's all over. Like he's oh. he's pretty much booked every weekend. Oh, wow, cool. And so cool. he he I asked him. I was like, "You make good bread, huh?" And he was kind of like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I bought some stuff from him uh, on Sunday. We and Cat went to a vintage event. Oh, okay. So what kind yeah. of merchandise? Uh, just you know your normal vintage stuff like, like Harley tees, oh, okay. uh, Nike tees. Because I know he's into like suits and uh, you know dressing up, right? Oh uh, no, I said no, not that. That's a different Gerardo. That's ah. that's Junior. Ah, okay. Uh, Gerardo's another another guy okay. uh, from church. Yeah, he has uh, like you know vintage tees, Nike stuff, mm-hmm. shoes, things like that. So uh, yeah, I, I, a few of my things are in the closet I got from uh. His boots. So shout out to them, man. He always gives me pretty good prices when I mm-hmm. when I yeah. shop. It's always nice to have a hookup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty good. So shout out to him. Uh, and that's, that's about it, really. I think that's all I got. Uh, but yeah, man. Shout out to everybody who listens to the pod, shares the pod. I say appreciate it y'all. Gives feedback. I really, really do appreciate it. My dad appreciates it. We all appreciate it, man. And you guys are appreciated, man. So I right, thank you uh, for the love and support. And uh, that's it, man. We're going to head and get out of here. That was, what, episode 36? 36. Episode 36 of A Good Exchange Podcast. I'm Malik. I got that. Steve to the left of me, man. Peace out, Houston. That's all we got, man. I'm going to see y'all next week. But until then, y'all have a good one. Yes, sir. All right. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.